When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. One second. Oh, is that a deleted scene? Damn it. This is like having a seat into Edwin's brain. We get to hear him think out loud. This is great. Oh, well, I mean, if, we, if I were thinking out loud, it would be like a monkey blow, playing a jug. Out of paper, out of stock. There's friendly faces around the block. Break loose from the chains that are causing you pain. Call Michael and Stanley, Jim Dwight Creed, call Andy and Kelly. Free business paper needs or Dundermill. Then the people purses paper people. Dundermill. Then the people purses paper people. Dundermill. Then the people purses paper people. Hello and welcome to the Michael Scott Podcast Company, a show for fans of The Office by fans of The Office. I'm your host and temporary receptionist, Sean Roney. And I'm Edwin Jane's delegate from Iceland. And with us as always, our producer in the warehouse, Mr. Alex Ward. Why don't you tell us about the best erection of your life? <laughs> Every week. Or does anyone else have any <laughs> remarkable erections they'd like wow. to share? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Every week, we get together and talk about our favorite show, NBC's The Office. Uh, this mm, week, so horny. <laughs> this week is our conference room draft. We'll be drafting moments from the conference room. I guess this is kind of like a you know we've been do we've done many fantasy drafts. We've done many episodes about locations in the office. This is kind of yes. blending the two. Um, and, uh, and then once we're done with the conference room draft, we'll head to the conference room or we'll do our ordinary (laughs) things segment, which is where we compare our own lives to the office. And we're going to check in on the office ABCs, uh, that have been going on Reddit, which is now complete. Uh, so before we get into all that, Alex, do we have any housekeeping to start off with? First off. As as always, given this is the fantasy draft format, we want to uh, tip our hats to all fantasy everything. 
uh, our sister podcast. Uh, of course, it's a sister that doesn't know they have a sibling, which is us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we'll show uh, up who, on their doorstep one day. Who brought with, this a, with a piece of paper that says, yeah, you have a yeah. sister <laughs> podcast and it's me. And, it, and it's me. Uh, so they, but, but we always need to, need to shout them out as their, uh, their show is brought this format to the podcast space. So big shout out to them. Um, props to our guys on that show. Uh, otherwise, otherwise, we just, uh, I guess you're, you're hearing this Thursday, but uh, we just posted our bonus episode on The Bear uh, at Hulu's slash FX's The Bear. Uh, a little bonus episode. Now, that's on our Patreon, which is uh, accessible to Scott's Tots. That is the group of wonderful people who support our show on Patreon who receive bonus episodes like the ones we just did. We're talking White Lotus. We're talking The Bear. We're talking Ted Lasso. Uh, I feel like I'm a party down. Uh, any of these shows ring a bell, get on there, subscribe. And you get not only all those, you get all of our monthly exclusive mailbag episodes where we post a prompt uh, on Patreon. People leave any questions they can have to do at the office or anything else. And we have to answer them all. We sit there for two hours. Just Pretty answer much. questions and hang out with us. We've been doing that every month for the last 39 months. We just wow. did our 39th Whoa. one. How about that? <laughs> so there is countless hours of content at your fingertips if you join our Patreon. Uh, you also get access to some exclusive Discord channels. Uh, we Occasionally, we let people vote on what our next episode is going to be. All kinds of goodies. Uh, plus, you get ad-free episodes if you don't like all those pesky ads. Uh doesn't cost you that much you also contribute to our monthly donation to the thurgood marshall thurgood marshall college foundation <sighs> wow, nice wow, job man. guys <laughs> all i'm saying is embrace your destiny become a tot and and feel what it's like to live a c-suite lifestyle uh in the podcast world Wow. You could give us yeah. a chance. It's not much money. It's not much money. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta keep that. <laughs> that should, that's our official ad. Why don't I have that drop every yeah. time? Yeah, it's not much money. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, thank you, Alex. Yes, uh, if you want to support the show, become a Scott's Tot. Thank you to our tots. We love you guys so much. Uh, let's get into uh, our draft for today, the conference room draft. Edwin. Uh, how come we're, we're doing the conference room draft this week? Well, because we thought it would be fun and a good way to talk about things from the office. <laughs> and there you have it. So, uh, <laughs> folks, I just got to say, we've, we've, you know, it's, we've been doing this show for four and a half years. Like, the topics are, you're, you might notice we're on a rotation of, like, we do some drafts, some listener voicemails. Like, we're, we're in this rhythm. It's a nice rhythm yeah, to good. be in right now. Uh, and it the drafts are fun. Is. Yeah. Well, and then uh, additionally... It's a, I mean, just conference room meetings are such a classic part of the office and it's such a relatable thing where you're kind of pulled into this meeting that feels like a waste of time maybe. Um, And it's just like one of the classic signature elements of the office. Some of the best jokes, comedic moments come out of it. And uh, it's the draft format is always a fun way um, to get into a topic like this. I I should reiterate or I should mention that it's a serpentine or snake draft. So if you go first in the first round, you go third in the second round. Um, all the way through. Um, yes, and, and then... typically we determine the order through a rock, paper, scissors, but per special request of, of Alex and Edwin, uh, my my partner Ryan will be determining the order of the draft today. <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> that is correct. 
so let I'll I'll summon her really quickly. Hey Orion. <laughs> Orion. <laughs> the podcast is calling. <laughs> okay. I am ready. Lonely. And I need a new Ryan. So usually we've done rock, paper, scissors. I don't know. I don't know. How is how is how is Ryan even gonna do this? I don't even know. Yeah, it's yeah. yeah. Why did you guys want me to do this? This is a hard task. Is it hard? No. That's what she not. said. We thought Ryan. we thought it would be good to just have somebody uh outside of the three of us just determine the order of the draft and we'll roll with it. There's been a lot of cheating. Let's 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 be real. I uh, don't Edwin's know what you're talking about. <laughs> Remind so, me what you guys normally do, rock, paper, scissors. Mm-hmm. You can do whatever you'd like to determine the draft order. You I'll can ask us questions. You can just choose. <laughs> We're not doing rock, paper, scissors. Yeah, you can just choose. Anything but that. Okay. I've been thinking about it all morning. Okay. I won't hold it. Do you want us I to guess a number? I won't hold no, any grudges, but I'll never forget. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I just say your names in the order I want, right? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Number one is Edwin. Yeah. Come then on. Then Sean. And sorry. <laughs> then Sean. <laughs> and then Alex. All right. Because I know I know that at least sometimes in the past, Sean has picked things that he knows Alex wants. <laughs> True. So this gives him that first so you, opportunity. Good. You're going to put me in the Sean box, huh? He gets, <laughs> he gets to pick right before and after me. This is also yeah, a smart I'm pick, little. Ryan, because sometimes because sometimes good. I just pick really random things that neither of the guys would ever go into draft. <laughs> yeah. So by putting me first, I might take one of those, and then that frees up more actual good picks for, good. <laughs> for Alex <laughs> yeah. and Sean. Great. See, I considered all of this. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Ryan. Yeah. Nicely right. done. You're an all-star. <laughs> See all right, guys, folks. That's Ryan. And now it's Sean. Here comes Sean. Sean, all right. What'd you guys talk about? (laughs) I had to give (laughs) I had to give Ryan my headphones. Um, (laughs) Okay, (laughs) so there you have it. Uh, The uh, we will go Edwin first, then me, then Alex. Uh, So that uh, that is correct. Okay, Edwin, why don't you start us off with the first pick? Well, first, we should make sure that we set the criteria of the draft. Yes. Let's talk um, some rules. Yeah. Um, so one thing that we talked about was these, the, the, uh, the objective here is to draft conference, conference room meetings. So what that means is uh, no, no parties, essentially, um, and not just any moment that has ever been um, in the conference room. So we, the objective here is to draft like a, a Michael conference room meeting or something of that kind. Um, Something that's like, we're going to the conference room to do this. Um, you know, ideally not anyone just pulling someone in there or yeah, like you said, parties. Um, I, I, and I assume are we, I assume we're sticking with the Dunder Mifflin Scranton conference room. Uh, sure. I mean, okay. if you want to go to, there's other things, there's other conference rooms, but if you uh, got one from Binghamton, I'll, 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 I'll go for it. <laughs> yeah. Allow it. Okay. <laughs> Great. Yeah. They unionized no, up in Pittsfield, and we all know what happened in Pittsfield. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, so I can start it off uh, with the first pick in the draft. I'm going to take uh, the PowerPoint conference room. Ah, team money. Yeah, that was, oh, was going to be my first. That was my yeah. first pick as well. Mm-hmm. I think this one is definitely a first-round talent for sure. This is from uh, Dunder Mifflin Infinity. Uh, no, this is from Money. 
Yeah, it's from sorry, money. For money. It's uh, uh sorry, it's, it's it's yes, sorry, it is about Dunder Mifflin Infinity, but yes, yes, it is in, in yeah, it's in terms of conference room scenes, it's like a two parter. You it starts with you get, you know, Michael doing the PowerPoint. PowerPoint, PowerPoint. Up pops and, the toolbar. That's what yeah, she said. Uh <laughs> and then leads into the whoever, whomever debate. Yes, and in between is, that, you get you get Daryl Kelly. <laughs> Yes. Uh, posturing, you get Daryl walking by Ryan, uh, which is just a great when Ryan kind of dusts his sleeve off and gets out of the way. Um, and Michael's reveal great. of his uh, second job. Yes. yes. Yeah. Uh, man, I, rewatching this scene, we were I, I, we get this question a lot, but I think we got it recently too. That's like, what is one scene that you'd show somebody who's never seen The Office? I, this is a pretty yeah. good one. This, this I think this is what I said. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's okay. true. You I get, don't know. I, I say mean, a lot of things. So <laughs> the whole <laughs> I can't be I held accountable. You got to tune yourself out. I am out. saying yeah. so many things. <laughs> yeah. The, the whole cast, like the whole cast, is involved. Like almost mm-hmm. everyone gets a line. Uh, it's sh- it's just shooting around the room. You get some great Steve Carell performance. You get Ryan, season four Ryan, the best Ryan. Uh, like I already said, you get you get Daryl's involved in there, and not to mention, uh, there's some really fun wordplay going on, and you get you get a Michael Toby interaction yeah, yeah. Uh, as a little cherry on top. Um, <laughs> it's it's the perfect scene. To me, the best conference room meetings are the ones that include m- men, like many characters, and then also there are like a lot of features to these. So like the jokes are going pretty quickly, but then mm-hmm. um, you know Michael says that's what she said, and the camera has someone to pan to. So sometimes it's Jim. In this instance, it's Angela, and she rolls her eyes. And you also get like Angela's uh, sort of um, I don't know why I can't find she disgusted or like her reactions like ah. Oh! You know, like she's yeah. always um, so offended by certain things. Kevin's response is like, oh, yeah. You know, <laughs> you get these things that, that come in as compliments to the rest of the scene. I think this is such a great example of that, um, especially with Kelly in the in the room. Um, Ryan used me as an object. So yeah. um, I think all of it comes together here. And it's just it's one of my favorite scenes in the whole show. I'm I'm really excited that I got to take it number one. Yes, very good. Glad pick. you yeah, paid I... off Ryan for the first pick. <laughs> I, I don't. It's just greasy, mm-hmm. this guy. With some uh, I, uh, chocolate, yeah. <laughs> I liked. I noticed too that like Oscar says, uh, it, you know, whomever is a word. I just don't know how it's used. Like you know, you get. <laughs> yeah, you get Oscar in, in a rare Oscar. moment of yeah, but a rare moment of like he's like I don't know, like he's mm-hmm. not. And then you also another rare moment is Stanley's not on his Stanley is engaged here. He's not on his crossword. He has an opinion on the whomever. Like he's turning around and he's talking about it with people. You yeah. also um, and anytime you get engaged, Stanley, you are in a good place. I also love that Michael turns to the camera and says, "Not a native speaker." What he's talking about? Yeah, yeah that's right. And that's that Kevin right. is angry. I know what's right, but I'm not going to say because no one came to see my band last night. They're all jerks. You didn't come and see my band last night. Yeah. Uh, I like that Pam is the one who knows ex- what it is, and then Toby's the one who <laughs> can then use Kinda that recap. definition to explain uh, mm-hmm. who is right and who is wrong. It's great. Yeah, that's uh, that's really – yeah, really. And I'm not, I already mentioned this, but yeah, there, you, and there's a, that's what she said in there too. I mean, you get mm-hmm. every type of office trope and joke in Dance. one scene. It's pretty amazing. 
Yeah, this is really good. I'm glad I'm glad I took something that is objectively like a very solid first overall pick and not something really small and strange (laughs) as I am what to do. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, very good, Edwin. Uh, You got PowerPoint and whoever, whomever uh, for your first point. PowerPoint. PowerPoint. Uh, I am next and I will uh, be picking another iconic conference room scene which is prison mike yeah uh of course he gots to do it gots to do it uh apologies to alex uh but uh prison mike who is uh you know the the icon for this this podcast uh it just michael wearing that purple bandana itself i think there's a lot of tattoos out there of that um i got a pillow behind me with that yeah, on you it. do. Yeah, it's the logo for our podcast. Tanks. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man. I mean, this is uh, Michael. First of all, it's Michael do, using a character to <laughs> teach, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is always disastrous. Yeah, uh, he can't just he can't just do it. He's got to be in character. I mean, this one is just truly outrageous, and I, I mean, it it it's great too that it comes with you know. Michael's going into it emotional already. He's he's uh, so he's really saying some wild stuff and and yelling a lot. I am here to scare you straight. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. uh, hey, 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 that's just the way we talk in the clink. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, it, of course, he's he's a little bit offended that everybody is is saying that prison would be more fun <laughs> than working at Dunder Mifflin Scranton. Uh, no, not Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> I I love when he yells in Phyllis's face. It's so funny that like, why does he pick Phyllis? Yeah. To, yeah, I <laughs> I'm here to scare you straight. Yeah, it physically, Steve. He's when he's when he's doing the like, the way he's yeah. like standing. You would be everybody. the bell of the ball, <laughs> Michael. <laughs> Expect me not to push you up against a wall, Biatch. You get a collective office. Whoa, Michael. Whoa, like, whoa, whoa. Yeah. That's you know what? It's like the collective um you don't get a ton of those, but it's it's kind of similar to we've talked about uh how whenever the office collectively groans, it's always really funny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Collective whoa, whoa. reactions. Yeah. Yeah. Uh I do think it's funny though that Michael just kind of backs off, which is nice. Like it's it's mm-hmm. funny that they have like that. <laughs> Whoa. Okay, okay, okay. It's just the way they talk in the clink. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh yeah, I think uh I mean it, th- this one had to go early in this draft, uh, of course. Yeah, that wasn't getting back. That was that was na- I was yeah. that was I was snatching that one up next. Mhm. Mhm. You bet. Um, See, this feels I t- I'll tell you what. This feel this draft feels like a like one of those NBA draft years where it's like the top two picks, top three picks are pretty set. And then after that, it's anyone's guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's how I'm feeling looking at my list. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I got one Vinyana, Yama and, and Sean, you just got Scoot Henderson or no, you got Brandon Miller. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I get Scoot. Yeah. Um, I don't know who know they are, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, the other thing I like about this is that there's that there's that thing where they say, "Do you actually expect us to believe you're a different person?" Like I don't know what yeah. Michael actually believes is going to happen here, because it's not as if they're in a theater and they 
there's this suspension of disbelief and everyone's going to go with you on the journey. He's just brought them on the office and put on a bandana. Yeah. Yep. I, I like the, the, the conclusion of this is so great too. I mean, Michael brings it back and says, you know, there are no movies in prison. This is my point. You guys got it soft and cushy. This place is freaking awesome. People are awesome. Your boss is nice. Everyone seems to get along. People are tolerant. People who have jumped to conclusions can redeem themselves. Nobody's nobody's bitch. I I hope that this scared you. And from me, Prison Mike, to you, I just want to thank you for listening to me. Let it be, be a part of your life today. Because you got a good life. You got a good life. And then he just kind of turns around, takes the bandana off. <laughs> and then Martin's just like, yeah, that really wasn't my experience at all. And so Michael just locks them all in the conference room. <laughs> oh, Simple. Uh, effective. Yeah. Uh, it, it's, it's, again, yeah, it's also perfect scene. Iconic. Uh, couldn't, you couldn't have, couldn't have gone wrong with that one. Uh, it's so good too. And then later, that Toby has to tell him to let them out. He's like, "Come on, <laughs> they're teasing, they're teasing you." <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I do also love when he starts talking about the Dementors and he just begins to lose the room. Like that's something that's I, I love the like that palpable sense that he's really really losing. Like not that he ever had them, but it's like now this is just make believe. Yeah, yeah. But it's just but, that like he thinks this would work is so funny on its own, just as a concept. Yeah, but b- both Dwight and Michael have a little have a little trouble discerning uh, Harry Potter from reality. Um, <laughs> he must not be named. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, there you go, uh, Prison Mike. Alex, time for your first and second pick. Okay. Um, I think for my first pick, just to get this off the board, another iconic scene in an iconic episode. I'm taking CPR training in ah, yes. stress relief. Had to be. had to go. This is the Scoot Henderson. Uh, if, if I wasn't if I wasn't taking the convict meeting, I'm taking this one. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. What's this? I mean, come on. This I, here's why I think this is the most valuable pick on this board is this is this is a pick that has actually saved real human lives in the real world. <laughs> oh yeah, that's yeah, that's true. right. <laughs> and to me, uh, that's a winning pick, and that's something that. I mean, culturally, uh, talk about cultural significance. Something that's that's actually taught people how to do CPR. Um, we've, I mean, you, you you get all the interactions of. <laughs> for some reason, it's sort of the office kind of teams up against the nurse for no reason, but it's yeah. just funny, just because she's an authority figure. Um, you get this the scene where they're all singing a song. Kelly starts to dance. Absolute <laughs> chaos. Dwight cuts the face off. Uh, we get a Silence of the Lambs impression. Um, oh with, my God! With, <laughs> with him get to I hear love, how much I love that, that Stanley. Oh my yeah. God! <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> I, I've always loved to Creed chiming in with the. I saw you in the parking lot earlier. That's where <laughs> I know you from. <laughs> Does anyone know what we do now, Rose? <laughs> so again, another part I like is is. It's one of those that feels like everyone gets a line, everyone's involved. Um, it's it, There's a lot of action, a lot of energy in there. Dwight's having a great time because he's not taking this seriously at all. Mm-hmm. Plunges his knife into the chest of the dummy. <laughs> which heart, is, we know it's a precious heart. Very expensive dummy. <laughs> the um, other Michael's nice... singing the wrong song. Go ahead. Yeah, 
first I was afraid. The, the other thing that I really <laughs> love about this scene is that it hard cuts to David Wallace saying, did you have to cut the face off the doll? <laughs> like it's such a funny cut. Like they don't do a lot of that in the office or they don't do it like in that exact way. But so it's very impactful when you just get it that like one time you yes. love talking about that one time. You love talking about that one time. <laughs> um, yeah. This is, this is a, this is a, a, a very fun iteration of the conference room. This is another one where, you know, the tables know where to be found. You know where did where, yeah, does, yeah. where does the table go when it's not there? Um, uh, you know, anytime you can get a, a, a stranger in the room and just have everyone reacting to them or uh, having them, you know, uh, make fun of them, not take them seriously, it, it's always good. There's again, it's like, like Michael's not the bad guy. There is no like bad guy here. I mean, maybe Dwight. Uh, it's just. It's just an experience. Basically, this nurse is like a kindergarten teacher just trying to be like, guys, please, just, I just want to do this and get out of here. And instead, she has her, her dummy absolutely destroyed. She is ridiculed um, and has to just leave. Uh, I do. And the patient's dead, right? She, she's yeah. just very much like, this is ridiculous. She's had it. What are you guys yeah. doing? She's had it. Um, you get Andy singing, Kelly dancing. Mm-hmm. Come on. It's not it's a great late. one. There is something funny about Rose being like the stranger that comes into the office. Like we have a lot of these characters that come in for a moment or a day or a scene. And it's funny, like you can tell how different she is from the rest of the staff and how like they don't really, Mm -hmm. it's, it's weird that they don't respect her more, you know? Right. It's kind of like they, like when you're in the office, especially like in the later seasons, it's kind of like the office is kind of this, um, sort of magical place to some extent. Right. And when people come in from the real world, it changes things. Like, it's just like the tone and, and, and uh, timber of the office is really, really unique in that. And that like when strangers come in, it's kind of like Eric Ward coming in as the banker. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you just get these like these na- these neutral observers or Tignotaro, you know. Yeah. Um, I, these people who I, come in as strangers and they leave as strangers. It's funny. Yeah. yeah. I think that this particular scene marks like a, a point in the show where like if this had happened in an earlier season, people would have been more respectful and would have been like Dwight stop or, you know, Michael. Yeah. Like, yep. you know, and uh, if this were in an earlier season, Rose would have come back in a couple ways. She also probably would have had a talking head, you know, right? like they would have made her more into the fabric of the show. Like they do in the early seasons, with like Billy and uh, some of the other characters like, that. yeah, but there's like no room for that now. The, yeah. There's no the, room. That's a really good point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I could see her talking head if she had one to be like, I have serious concerns that this group of people might kill somebody. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a very unsafe environment, <laughs> yeah. especially for a man with a heart disease. <laughs> yeah, I I'll give Stanley one to two months tops. What's, she says, what's your question? No, no. No one has ever done anything like this. <laughs> <laughs> and then she holds up the dummy. No yeah. face. Torn mm-hmm. open. Yeah. <laughs> this is the worst outcome I've ever had. <laughs> um, fantastic pick Alex it, it had to be that one because now I feel like now that's it, this that felt like a pretty up. ironclad top three that is um, yes at least in my book and there's 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 really equal picks here for mm-hmm. me to go mm-hmm. um, but I think I gotta go with my gut which has strayed me in very wrong directions in <laughs> past drafts all right. Um, Over the stomach and through the lips. Look out, yeah. gut. Here we go. <laughs> um, I'm going 
I'm going with another iconic one here. This is uh, right at the top of season three in Gay Witch Hunt. This ah, is the God Michael yeah. and Oscar kiss. Yeah, sure. I knew um, it. This is more of, I think our, all of our picks have been, so far, have been great overall scenes, meetings, a lot happen. As far as a single iconic moment that happens in the conference room, I think the Michael and Oscar kiss uh, is is right up there with the top of this. Yes. Of any <laughs> it's others. so funny yeah. to think of that as iconic just because it's so uncomfortable. The fact that it's mostly improvised, that, that kiss happened and the cast just has to watch without <laughs> breaking. Uh, well, that's not, they did break, but we don't really see it. Um, it is it is the most slow moving car wreck that happens in the show that you're just, there's no way this is happening. I mean, there's a shot of Pam's face during this that kind of sums it all up um, of kind of shock and awe and a lo- tiny bit of delight and a tiny bit of just being horrified. Um, that's how it felt watching it in the moment. <laughs> and, and I mean, Give give Oscar Nunez his flowers here because he, that he just stays in the pocket while this happens to him. Yeah, um, both the both the character, but really the actor, to have Steve Carell just move in on you like that, <laughs> just go with it, and have it have it work and have it stay in the final cut. Unbelievable yeah. stuff. Yeah, didn't um, break, didn't ruin it. Just, <laughs> I mean, and at, at an absolute tone setter for this show at the top of season three. Um, <laughs> to me, like one of the funniest parts is is Steve Carell right after he kind of the way he scratches his face, he goes, "It did it," and he, kind of, <laughs> he, he yeah he has the energy and look of a kid who just finally finished the vegetables on his plate, you know, while the whole family is waiting for him to finish. I did it. I, I, like, yeah, I choked yeah. out his peas and his carrots. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and that's how Michael's viewing this. I, I it, it's so true. Like I, Michael. Like Steve Carell harnesses like the energy of the little boy who plays young Michael Scott. <laughs> I feel yeah. like we cut to a couple of times, uh, you know, from the wedding. I hate that. Yeah. Yeah. You just. Hate also, you. <laughs> when you talk about tone setters for the season, something else that happens in this scene is uh, Michael says, We're all homos. Homo sapiens. And Pam <laughs> turns to look at Ryan like, oh, like yeah. she did to Jim. And, and Ryan just says, what? What? <laughs> like the, the tone is very different. And like it yeah. kind of is just uh, it, it's just kind of an indicator of like that tension throughout the season for Pam at least. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it is. I mean, honestly, from a I mean, this has a lot of plot implications for Oscar and Michael. Um, but but also, yeah, it serves to drive home the point that Jim isn't there. Uh, and and Pam is like, holy crap, he's missing this. This is the greatest. This is the craziest thing that's happened at the conference room meeting mm-hmm. yet. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we don't have Jim there. What would Jim have done? We'll never know. <laughs> There's no way of knowing what's inside the tiger's head. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. First and second picks, Alex. Uh, now it's time for my second Oh man, this is you see th- now this is really where things get tough. <laughs> We're gonna say this every uh, Okay. Uh I am going to take um I am going to take I guess, I guess this is where where you know I might need approval here, but I think that I denied. would denied. Like 
<laughs> I would like to Tonight. have. Does this count? Um, I want I want Toby's exit interview with Michael, Toby, and Holly. Yeah. Why Why wouldn't that count? I just want to make sure. Edwin's thinking about it. <laughs> I mean, it's not like a conference room meeting, although I guess you, there's no really other place you'd have it besides Michael's it's office. It's more than two people. It's kind of a scheduled it's a, it's a meeting. thing. I think it's fine. Holly's think taking it's fine. notes. Yeah. Yeah. It's a scene uh, in the conference room. I, I, don't, I don't think it necessarily has to be a conference room meeting, but it is a, it is a conference room scene. <laughs> um, I mean, I have on my... On my uh, office shrine back here behind me, um, a rock with a post-it note rubber banded <laughs> to it that says "Suck on this," sent to me by uh, one of our one of our best tots, Thaddeus, uh, from the Piney Woods of Texas. And uh, well, best tot is a who? How can one we of our pick a best tot? Most one of fa- our one of our more famous tots is that famous tots, <laughs> loudest tots. <Sure>. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, I feel that this is another iconic scene. Um, I love that uh, it highlights Michael and Toby's relationship, uh, and yet Michael needs to. This is like something that he's been looking forward to for years. Uh, and it's kind of ruined by the fact that now Holly is going to be witness to it. Um, who do you think you are? Uh, I think there's just uh, this what, is what what gives you the right. <laughs> uh, and of course, it ends with Pam getting him to give her give Toby his watch. Uh, <laughs> and I don't know. I yeah, Toby's exit interview. I think that that's one of my favorite conference room moments it's it what makes this one very why i i love this pick is the build-up to this meeting you know (laughs) i mean the episode starts with michael setting that very watch um Mm -hmm. it's it's almost like for michael all the seasons of the office all his time has been leading up to this where he gets to kick the bad guy uh Mm -hmm. you know he gets to vanquish his villain uh finally Mm -hmm. once and for all and say what he wants to say to Toby. And he's right there. He's he's just gets to the top of the mountain and Holly walks in. <laughs> hey Pam, stay. Hey, stay. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it, it just it goes he, he's he's starting to talk. He's and and then yeah, yeah the, the the room fills with people <laughs> and he's just lost. The it's two people wonderful. that like he most wants to impress and stay on their good side. It, yeah, it's, it's just unbelievable from Steve Carell there. It's also just one of these moments too, where like Michael is, you know, has to like adjust on the fly, and what he comes up with is reading the, the questions that he wrote just in a different tone, <laughs> <laughs> instead of just making up some other question or just being like, "I really don't have You're anything right. to ask you. You're Thank right. you for your time here at uh, Scranton, and we wish you the best of luck." He needs to. <laughs> He spent so long preparing. He's like, I gotta say this. I can't not. Yeah. Um. And I mean, also one of the more gifable moments that's come out of the office, which is Michael, two hands yeah. up. <laughs> the two. I'll kill you. Yes. And also that, like, maybe, the, yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Go and ahead. I was just gonna say that might be the most serious <laughs> Michael Scott is in the entire show is when he's looking at Toby. And then Toby yeah. just kind of rolls over. Why bother? That's the point. Yeah, he come this far. But if you Toby out, 
Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> quote Andy on the so- on the Slack line. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. Toby's exit interview. Uh, Edwin, time for your second and third picks. Okay. I'm glad you. I'm. I'm glad. Personally, that isn't one I would have ta- would have taken. So, I'm, on one hand, I'm glad because, but at the other, other hand, it like makes there's now more choices again. Yeah. So, yeah. I yeah. I'm actually surprised that wasn't even on my my big list. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just forgot about it. You have to let the cookies cool before you pop them in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Let's see. For my second pick, I uh, I'm going to take Diversity Day. Yep. Uh, that was next for me. Are you? Taking the whole everything that happens in the conference room on Diversity Day, or a particular when Michael has them come back, he shows this. He shows the movie Diversity Tomorrow. Them, yeah, and then he makes them wear the okay. like, no cards on their head. Nice. The game, yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah. That's, early. I mean, that's great. Early office. I mean, very, very kind of sets the tone for the show to some extent. Um, oh yeah. A lot of pretty harsh jokes. Um, and a lot of jokes that when Steve Carell and others say that you couldn't make the show today, I think this is the kind of episode that they're referring to. Um, yeah. You get Italian Kevin. We all know how much I love Italian Kevin. Maybe <laughs> some spaghetti. Um, yeah. Uh, and bonus Jamaican Kevin. I think you do, <laughs> yeah. Mon. Very, very true. Yeah. yeah. Michael is Martin Luther King. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then also I love when uh, he says, any questions? Jim raises his hand. Is, is that it? Well, I only had an hour. Uh, a lot of it had to do with the camera work. And then it pans to Dwight, and Dwight is so upset. Yeah. He just, <laughs> <dejected. laughs> just throws Dwight under the bus. Uh, I think we mentioned before that there was a an office blog for a long time called Attack Northern from Attack. the North. Northern, Northern Attack. Attack. Yeah. A classic. Which is which is uh, referencing his uh, Abraham Lincoln once said, if you yeah. are a racist, I will attack you with the North. I wonder if it still exists. Um, I don't know. I don't think so. Um, okay. But anyway, yeah, one of the, man, it, it's nice to have a scene from the first season, I think, to balance out some of the crazier conference rooms that we get later on. Um, and it's just classic, terrible Michael. I'll check the um, web. Sorry, I was a little <laughs> late on that one. That's okay. And then um it's okay, still gotta hi. do it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey. Yeah. Um but no, I'm happy to get it. I think uh it's another strong pick uh in the second round. Very strong. Agreed. Agreed. That was that was gonna be in, in my next my next picks if it was there. Uh all right. How about a third pick from Edwin? All right, third pick. I'm gonna take uh oh man. I'm kind of split now. Uh, I'm gonna take the PDA conference room meeting. Damn it. I was hoping that would yeah. get back to me. That is a good one. Uh, uh, a great. Uh, uh, nice to have uh, Gabe. Nice to have Gabe. The alarm in your bells lineup. are all going ringy, dingy, dingy. Yeah. Good Gabe one. Mm-hmm. This is, of course, the uh, closet <laughs> discussions. Yeah. That yeah. <laughs> gets a little too earnest, a little too. Yeah, they're figuring out what are the three closets. Mm-hmm. Um, the questions have... that are asked in that are un- They're so funny. Like the clarifications <laughs> that people want. Well, it's funny. You kind of have this buildup because Gabe brings everyone in, talk about PDA because it's Valentine's Day. You have uh, drunk Jim and Pam. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Ooh, boom, face. Um, (laughs) And then you also get Ryan saying, speaking of Gabe, I don't see Aaron at this meeting. And Meredith says, I also don't see Andy. Ooh. 
Yeah, I get it. Yeah. And he's slamming my girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. Slamming my girlfriend. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Michael sitting on Holly's lap and she is doing his hands for him as he talks. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I banged her. (laughs) I also, you know, they they talk about uh, Gabe says they don't touch. They don't kiss. You would hardly even know Uh, their husband and wife. Jim says, did it. Pam says, yeah. Jim says, Keep it going. Um, <laughs> but they give examples, and Kevin says booby honking. Gabe says, yeah, booby honking, sure. Kevin says butt honking. Yeah, butt honking, all the honking. And then Creed says, the one where you start in a crouch position, then you leap, and then Gabe cuts him off. <laughs> yeah, what, what was that? That's probably sexual assault or something yeah. for knowing Creed. Forget the teapot letter. What What is Creed going to say? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's, just, it's just insane. But then, it, like you said, Alex, it takes a, a bunch of crazy turns. It escalates quite a bit. Um, not just kissing, it's a flirtatious whispering, tickling. Whispering and tickling have their place in business. That thing where you softly exhale on her neck. Okay. That's <laughs> yeah. And plus, like, you just get Michael sitting on Holly's lap this whole time. Which yeah. Is, it's so funny. Yeah. I do love it. It's just so when, funny. When Gabe says, maybe you can find your own chair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's perfect. Yeah, yeah. Like it's it's indirect. They're like, "Are you talking about us?" Yeah, maybe you can find your own chair. <laughs> and even in the discussion, Holly remains sitting behind Michael even after yeah. she was doing his hands. Mm-hmm. You know, she just stays yeah. there. Yeah, mm-hmm. ridiculous. Yeah, is this the scene when Michael? This is the scene, right? When Aaron's like, "Isn't there?" Toby, isn't there an HR or something about this? And that, this is when we get Toby being like, HR is a joke. I can't. No, do I think that's Doomsday. Or it's, I think it's in season eight. Aaron's oh, not okay. in this meeting because they call out that Aaron's not in this meeting. Right. right. Oh, you're right. You're right. Because they're on the scavenger hunt. They're on Gabe's scavenger hunt. Yep. The temp at night. <laughs> oh, yeah. Pick it up. Take it out. Pick it up. Take yeah. it out. But yeah, just uh, for the ridiculous, like just how crazy this one kind of gets with what they suggest, the the different closets. Um, yeah, and absolutely everything. And then uh, Dwight revealing who has done PDA in the office. Yeah. As, yeah. Yes, as has Phyllis, as has Jim, as has Pam. Yeah. <laughs> Finishing with Kevin, he goes, and me. With who? <laughs> she goes to another school. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. PDA. That was a good one. That was definitely going to be my next one. Uh, very good. Now, I'm going to pick for my third. I'm going to pick a simple one. I'm taking the DVD screensaver. Yeah, ah, it's classic cold open. Pick. I love it. Um, I love it. It's uh, I think it's another one of those like you could show somebody this scene and they'd kind of get the idea of the show. Uh, a very relatable uh, thing at the time. <laughs> I mean, I yes. totally, you know, I remember the 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 bouncing DVD icon Um and uh, just a- another time when it's just nice to see the 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 rest of the Scranton branch. All, all, everyone except for Michael is totally on the same page. <laughs> and then it also it's ends with nice Mike. <laughs> and then it also ends with Michael feeling good about <laughs> the meeting that he had captivated. Yeah. Some days, uh, yeah. Uh, everyone wins. Everyone yeah, wins here. Everyone wins. There's no there's no further separation between 
what Michael is thinking and what his audience is thinking. Yeah. Like, there's correct. a lot of distance in a lot of these meetings. Uh, but this, I think, is the furthest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like or, and Michael, or, yeah. uh, in, and then they're in tandem too. When when it like almost does it, and everyone's like, uh, "Oh!" And he's like, "All right, or not, or not." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, <laughs> or Andy, they're, come on, yeah. come on. Yeah, they are. They are in lockstep this whole time without knowing what this, no, without being on the same page. It's, mm-hmm. it's amazing. Yeah, a classic. Like I, I like that you picked this one because it's it's shorter, yeah. but it's still really impactful, still really memorable. It's a cold open. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, Alex, how about, uh, how about a third and fourth? Yeah. How about I take my third and then we'll do a break and then we'll go to the fourth. How's that sound? How about it? I Let's, say, it. We Let's um, say we do. Third Fish. pick. Third pick. I'd like to, uh, let, let's go with William M. Bah. Yes. The butt liquor meeting. Um, uh, this I, ha- I had to get this one too. It's just it's just too much fun. This is just yeah. This is just pure office. You get you get Jim messing with Dwight, messing with Dwight actively. With Dwight doesn't know it's happening. Mm-hmm. Michael, uh, who also doesn't <laughs> knows he's being messed with, but still kind of buys it uh, when he makes a million dollar sale. Um, <laughs> I, the commitment to this bit uh, on everyone's part is impressive. Um, uh, everyone's firing on all cylinders here. This is just taking the, you know, three of the four main characters of the show and just letting them cook. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I love, I love this scene. I love the, you know, the fake phones, like his props <laughs> for their scene. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. yeah, it's such a, it's such a good one. It, Another it one where Michael leaves tail. feeling really good about himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's how you do it. You know, he's 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 really thinks he's he's coming in as a master here. What's that called? Uh, Microgement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, I think I mean Jim is really keeping Dwight and Michael on their toes. There's there's so many twists and turns. Uh yeah. he's got you know, first he hits Dwight with the Bill Butt liquor. Yeah. Uh which, you know, <laughs> Dwight is really, that's you know, caught name? off with yeah. and Jim doubles <laughs> down on that. Then we get Jim cutting to the takes another call. <laughs> And we they overhear <laughs> yeah. him say, oh, "I'm just talking to some I idiot salesman." Uh, and then, and then, uh, you know, Jim gets him to yell at him. But liquor, our prices have never been lower. And then the twist uh, that just he instantly likes Michael's the sound of Michael's voice. Michael, I yeah. like the sound of your voice. Yeah. However, <laughs> you'll need to fire that. Terrible salesman who was so it's rude. A million dollar sale. A million dollar sale. Uh, the pure joy that Michael and Dwight have when they like look at each other. Our prices have never been lower. Yeah. <laughs> they look at each other. Yeah. When Michael yeah, and Dwight share those little moments of joy at the same time, you know. Yeah. Like when they mm-hmm. save the branch. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How did we do way. it? I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Like whatever they. Yeah. No one. Oh, I don't want to sit on that thing. Good, because it's for me and Mike alone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, very yeah, it's, good. It's heartwarming. Mm-hmm. Jim playing puppet master here and having a good time doing it. The butt liquor um, meeting. One of his great pranks, uh, mm-hmm. which I think uh, maybe is our first prank in the in the conference room. So very, very good. Very good pick. Uh, perfect time to take a break. We'll be RB. RB. Arby's. We have the meats. Uh, Let me top off my cough. (laughs) (laughs) 
I'll be back too, but you got to keep that in. One of the highlights of my year was going to Vegas for the first time ever with my buddy and business partner, Mr. Alex Ward. We had the time of our lives playing the games, and he taught me all the tricks and tips to play blackjack like a pro. But now that I'm back home, what am I supposed to do with all of this knowledge? Guys, I'm going to forget everything. I have a terrible memory. Well, all I can say is thank goodness for DraftKings Casino, where you can play the classics like blackjack, roulette, and slots. Plus, enjoy exclusive games you can't find anywhere else. Right now, new customers can get a deposit match up to $100 in casino credits when you deposit $5 or more. All you have to do is sign up, select the offer, make your deposit, and start playing from a full suite of games. Download the DraftKings Casino app now. Sign up with promo code MICHAEL, and new customers get a deposit match up to $100 in casino credits when you deposit $5 or more. Only on DraftKings Casino with promo code MICHAEL. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, West Virginia. Please play responsibly. In partnership with Hollywood Casino at Charlestown Races in West Virginia. All games regulated by the West Virginia Lottery. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. 21 or over. Physically present in Connecticut, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, West Virginia only. Void in Ontario. One per opted in new customer. Minimum $5 deposit. Max match $100 in casino credits, which require one-time playthrough within seven days. See terms at casino.draftkings.com slash players choice. Restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay, welcome back uh, to our conference room moment draft here on the Michael Scott Podcast Company. Um, We have finished three rounds. I'm about to kick off the fourth round. And uh, I... You know, I actually just changed my mind before we started again. I thought I had my next one chosen, and mm-hmm. I am going to instead go to season five, the first episode, and this is Michael Klump crashing Holly's <laughs> meeting. Bing, bang, bang boom. boom. Hello, everybody. <laughs> it is. I sit, I sit, I sit down, Holly. It what are is... you doing? <laughs> <laughs> this for big fat pig <laughs> is beautiful. It, it another car wreck of a meeting. Um, and I, I, how juxtaposed between how like this is supposed to be Holly reading out of a binder, uh, and now it is. <laughs> we get the sumo suit comes back. We get resolution on what happened to Michael's sumo suit here. Thank <laughs> God I bought instead of rented. Well, and you don't not not only, but we get resolution or we get the update as the audience, but the characters in the in the staff already know because they're like this is sounds a lot like Michael Club. You're making fun of fat people character. Like yeah, Oscar, they've seen <laughs> yeah they've seen how this you, character you know before. Yeah, exactly. We've seen yeah. this Which movie. Is, uh... <laughs> 
and they can do the impressions of him. I say, I say, I sit on you. Yeah. Yeah. They are like, oh, shoot. We've seen him before. Oh, no. um, yeah. And he says, like, how dare you? Michael Klump is a celebration of fat people. <laughs> uh, it's, I mean, uh, this has everything this sketch for me it's uh, visually it's just hilarious when michael walks in one of the better bloopers from the show which is the first time the cast sees this and everyone immediately <laughs> breaks when he yeah. walks in yeah. like, no one can handle this because how could you you get michael has the little goatee at the time which is funny on its own um this is <laughs> Who is the tailor that made that suit? I don't know. That's probably yeah, Dwight, that's, don't you think? This Dwight, is yeah. Like like the table in the conference room that magically appears and disappears. There's no explanation for this, you know, this large suit that he has over the sumo suit. Yeah, and he um, says a great moment, just like this unappealing fat suit. Inside is a rather handsome, sexy man, and then you get Dwight just goes <laughs> vamping. you i mean you also get let's all clap it phyllis Um, (laughs) uh, right as after dwight is forced her to walk five miles yeah 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 then uh, he he we got kelly up on the pedestal (laughs) Mm -hmm. what else do people like yeah uh, I love that my, this is Be more specific. Michael I like her also. fingernails. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hell of an ass. Great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, this is also uh, that's a great. Scene. Also, too. Uh, yeah, I just I love the whole scene. It's um, uh, it, again, a, 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 something I love. Everyone kind of chipping in here. You get Meredith, you get Phyllis, you get some Creed, you get some Kelly, a lot of Dwight. Uh, and not only we get a, we get a short talking head from Jim after the scene where we learn how long this happened, and Jim says summer's going summer's going great. Just spent two hours <laughs> listening to Michael Klump, uh, so this goes on for two hours. <laughs> Just insane. Yeah. Uh, so I'll I'll take all two hours of this meeting. Very good. Very That's good. Great one. Good pick. Okay, for my fourth pick. Thank you, Doctor. Take two of these and call me in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> I am son of a gun. You son of a bitch. bitch. You bitch. Yeah, that's my favorite. It's just you bitch. <laughs> uh, I'm going to pick Kevin eats broccoli for my uh, fourth pick. Good one. Uh, good one. This good is one. the New Year's resolution meeting. Um, uh, it's ultimatum, I believe. Ultimatum is the ultimatum, episode. Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, we, you know, Michael is is this is all a metaphor for, you know, Holly um, not uh, honoring the ultimatum that she told the office about breaking up with AJ uh, because they're not going to get married. So he holds this meeting to uh, or, or I mean, well, I think it's Pam who's really started the meeting, but he mm-hmm. uh uh, usurps her and and takes over and just starts getting angry at everyone, most <laughs> particularly uh, Kevin and Creed. <laughs> um, but uh, I mean, it's a great Kevin scene too. I mean, the, the but I still have like, time because last year I ate none. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's uh, starts to eat the broccoli stem first. Uh, <laughs> this is another- a new food for me. <laughs> Why would you eat it? Yeah, the top 
the top part. Like everybody's kind of suggesting to him, but yeah. <laughs> why would you eat it that way? Yeah. I don't this is a new food for me. And and oh. Kevin being like, No, I'm I'm glad this is happening. Thank you, Michael. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's initially like welcome. There to are this. there are some moments where Kevin is really on board with what Michael's doing. Like he thinks like Michael oh, yeah. is really funny and like yeah. yeah. I always thought he, he was nice. maybe I should yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe I should tell him that before he leaves. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> he asks for some cheese whiz or holidays. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I, you also get uh, Michael. Uh, Michael's. Uh, you know, my resolution was to floss, and I did it. Twelve oh one, January first. Bam! Blood everywhere. <laughs> and Kevin says, "Well, not all of us are Michael freaking Scott." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Kevin's eating the broccoli and Kelly's like you're killing him (laughs) it is is, uh, uh, Brian Baumgartner earning his earning his paycheck there no doubt (laughs) I do like that Kevin calls the top part of the broccoli the fluffy part (laughs) yeah Um, yeah and I just love I mean uh, you know it's an emotionally charged conference room meeting which I think are, are always the best so uh-huh. I re- rewatching some scenes for this draft. I, I, I this was one of them that that I did, and the a I kind of forgot. Like Aaron brings a whole bowl of produce that <laughs> yeah, she yeah. then dumps <laughs> on the chair next to Kevin. <laughs> yeah. After yeah. Michael just snatches the way Michael grabs the broccoli out of there right away is so funny, and he kind of twirls <laughs> it in his hand. But why? And prepares why is it. there? Why is there just a bunch of loose vegetables in the office? <laughs> yeah, like that the collective refrigerator. Don't know. Somebody went to the farmer's market. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I assume Dwight just brings in stuff yeah. all the time that he has. Because mm-hmm. um, we, anyway, it's just like every part about that is, is so funny. And this is very much, uh, this is Michael and Kevin having a Michael and Oscar kiss moment, except with broccoli instead of Michael's lips. It's it's a and then f- when, slow, forced merger, merging of the two. And then when he spits it out, we have another, another fantastic office groan. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the funniest, one of the funniest foods you could do that with. <laughs> like it's so green, like it pops out on the screen. Like yeah, <laughs> enough carbohydrates for you. <laughs> I I mean it's it's just such a well written scene too, in that it's you know it perfectly communicates what is going on between Michael and Holly. Holly understands what, why Michael is acting this way, mm-hmm. but it's never said, you know, it's, it's just all through the, this, you know, his, his sort of uh, metaphor. Uh, what is wrong with you people? Can't you stick to anything? Um, <laughs> just, I lo- I do love to. He goes after Creed so hard. Creed, you say you want to do a cartwheel? Nothing's stopping you. Come on, old man, do a cartwheel. You're just gonna <laughs> somersault around for the rest of your life, and you know what's gonna be on your tombstone? Loser. My tombstone's <laughs> already made. Thank you. Uh, uh, yeah, when you kind of looking at all of these scenes back to back for this draft, you realize how much how I mean, the, obviously the co- the conference room is very important to the show, but like. It's important in a way that almost nothing else is because so much of what's happening in the office is that they're doing their jobs. Everyone's working and is distracted. The conference room is when Michael gathers everyone and they're not working and Michael gets to express his insecurities, his desires, his emotions, everything 
but he has to do it through a meeting. Like he can't mm-hmm. just bring everyone in and say, I'm sad that Holly didn't follow through on her ultimatum. He has to do this yeah. huge ruse. Almost yeah. everything we've picked goes back yeah. to this in some way. Um, There's always a subtext. Exactly. And so I don't know. The, con- the conference room's just it's where the show si- show shines. <laughs> Oh, excuse me. Um, well, th- that is uh, that's my fourth. Kevin eats broccoli pick. Uh, Edwin, it's time for your fourth and fifth final pick. Okay. Um, I think okay for my fourth pick, I'm going to take uh, the merger with Lazy Scranton. Nice. Ah, nice. Lazy Scranton, very nice. Yeah, I think Lazy Scranton is one of like the forgotten. I feel like it's something from the office that people don't talk about nearly enough. Um, yeah. As far as like office classic moments, and I just I love Lazy Scranton, and I love this meeting because um, Michael brings everyone in, and no one is allowed to eat any of the food that Michael has prepared. Um, I love when Toby comes in and offers him some orientation materials, and Michael says, "No, Toby, because we want to do an orientation, not a orientation." He turns and looks <laughs> back at the camera, and he makes that noise, <sighs> like that little like that sharp inhale, <laughs> like yeah, uh, just amazing. I uh, and then of course. You know, you have all the new people coming in and uh, Jim sitting back down and looking forward to this, uh, this whatever this new Michael video is. Um, but yeah, it's just a, it's a, it's a classic. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, I had I had Lazy Scranton on there, too. I mean, it's such a it's it's like it's so funny, too, because Lazy Sunday was not a very old sketch at that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, it might have even come out that year. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, so it's a little bit of like NBC cross promoting their shows, um, and that they took a you know a genuinely funny sketch, Lazy Sunday, and then made it funny again in a new way that they can't <laughs> they they're not mm-hmm. able to do the stop motion thing that they, they're just walking through the <laughs> yeah. through the parking lot. <laughs> well, and then also Michael teased it up with, "I think this will give you all the answers." And the contents of the video, or the content of the video, is is like call poison control if you're bit by a spider but make sure that it's covered by your healthcare provider <laughs> yeah like these things that don't actually help you with much of anything yeah you know you know that there was a point where dwight started to write things on his own and that <laughs> that yes. is and that is like, definitely something he there's also write. like something about dwight not sharing his musicality which you see we see later you know in the farm but the little cars go in the compact spots <laughs> like just the way he like yells yeah. through that line yeah uh very memeable of course lazy scranton we see images of it and and it was such a it was such a cultural reference point at the time with with lazy sunday on snl uh that's faded a bit so i feel like that that might have to do with mm-hmm. why this is a bit of a forgotten one but lazy scranton we we get to spend some time with new characters it's it feels fresh it's fun uh, Tony Gardner, Filippelli, Andy Bernard, Hannah Smotrich Barr, they're all there. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. they're getting to know Michael just as we are. We also get to see uh, Dwight's orange beanie, which yep. makes another appearance. Always good. Tactical. Always nice to see. And then uh, on the way out, Michael says, um, he, he says, you know, I think it's an A, but I didn't know there was such a thing as an A. A. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we Very also, good. this is where you learn about the. Uh, Quick sidebar here on the Electric City, right? That's that's Grant's called the Electric <laughs> yeah. City. I don't know. Have oh, yeah. either of you been watching How to with John Wilson, the new season? I've only seen one so far, and it was from the middle. I watched the one um, How to Work um, Out. No, uh, Get in the Game. Oh, How to Watch the There's Game. One yeah, about yeah. yeah, How to Watch the Game. Okay, yeah. yeah. So that one, 
uh, that episode, Sean, that ends. Oh yeah, yes, yes. In Scranton, Pennsylvania, at oh, a vacuum mm-hmm. cleaner convention oh. that takes place <laughs> yeah. in the Electric City, and there's a lot of shots, establishing shots of Scranton and Electric City signs everywhere. Oh, uh, and it's a funny little portrait of Scranton through vacuum cleaner collectors. Very nice. Something to look forward to. I I am looking forward to. It. I've been saving John Wilson. Uh, I'm excited. Uh, okay, Edwin, it's time for your final pick. Okay, so for my final pick, um, I'm going to take the Do Not Mock list from Koi Pond. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Great, I did not even pick. think of that. Great yeah. Pick. <laughs> um, this is the one where Michael brings everyone in and he has to try to like, he has to <laughs> try to get everyone to come up with things that no one can make fun of anyone for. Um, you know, and then... You know, Phyllis says, Michael, you make fun of us every day. Mm-hmm. So there, there's like that great dynamic of Michael trying to, one, balance still being able to make fun of people, but also trying to cover off people joking about him falling into with a koi pond. Who here has been yeah. koi ponded? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but you get like, it, it's funny to list everyone like, you know, Dwight is self-conscious about his nose. And, and then it's the kind of thing where every, as soon as you say it, everyone is kind of thinking about it now. Like they're oh, like, that is whoa, small. it is too small. How do your glasses you sneeze it off? Okay, yeah. now we're done. <laughs> that, and in okay? that moment, okay, yeah, I noticed in that moment. I think, I think it's this one. I hope it is because I watched a lot of conference room scenes to try to get ready for this episode. But there's a moment where Michael is writing on the board, and he's kneeling and he's writing on the board, and it shows him, and uh, he has um, an ASIC sneaker on, like not his dress shoe. Mm. Yeah. Although maybe, you know what, maybe it makes sense because he had to change clothes or something, but Uh um, it was just like, why is he wearing a sneaker? You know, is that like a thing where the actors don't wear dress shoes all the time? I don't know. It was just something that I noticed, Mm -hmm. but, Mm -hmm. but it might, it might, it might be a continuity thing, but it might also just be that he had to change clothes, but uh, it's something I noticed anyway. Interesting. Um, Also, uh, you've Kevin talking about the gut, like, you know, he didn't want people making fun of his weight and Michael compromises with uh, his gut. Um, and then you have Meredith who wants, doesn't want, doesn't want to say it out loud. So Michael says, come up here, write it yourself and don't sign your name. Everybody, and nobody look. And it ends up being sex with the terrorist. Sex with- <laughs> <laughs> we get, uh, it- Angela saying she eats like a squirrel and Phyllis. Oh, so now you're comparing yourself to a cute, tidy animal. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm afraid of being thrown around like a football. Yeah. And <laughs> Aaron pops in. Custodian called. The koi has died. Mm-hmm. They want you to pay for it. Uh, that's gets a who's your worm guy. I mean, a lot of stuff comes out of this meeting. It's it's great. <laughs> yeah, it, another sort of classic. I love also when Michael has to write things down on his big pad. Like yeah. it's always oh it's yeah, the whiteboard. Yeah, like- Whenever he has this this prop that he can work off of, it's always really funny. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that, that man, that's a great one. I had totally I forgot, yeah, about I forgot about that, that one. one too. In my, making my list very good. You know why? I feel like, cause that it's not in the conference room, but that one spills out to when Michael's going too far with, with self-deprecation yeah. and he's out in the bullpen. Too um, far. Yeah. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah. And I was like, is there anything? Yeah. But I, I forgot what preceded that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Final pick. That's for, that's me. And I'm out. Good grab. Very good. Very good. Do not see you all later. Have fun. Take care. Okay. Next week. Good night, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, 
Okay, for my final pick, I am going with uh, business ethics, the ethics seminar yeah. uh, that Holly holds uh, that goes way off the rails. Um, it uh, First of all, this is Holly is very new to the Scranton branch at this point in the show. Uh, she's only just showed up two episodes ago. Michael has decided that he's in love with her, but they haven't really started dating yet. So it's a little uh, <laughs> it's they're going to hold this. They're going to do this meeting together. And and Michael's kind of got her back and is sort of trying to coach her through it. Um, I mean, this it's hard to <laughs> to even go through everything that happens in this meeting. <laughs> First of all. Uh, apparently the seminar is being held because of, uh, some misconduct that happened at corporate. Uh, so that's why they're having this meeting that, that employee has been fired, (laughs) but then they're (laughs) like, Oh, come on. He's right there. (laughs) Uh, to which Ryan just stands up to defend himself by saying that he slept with a girl who looked exactly like Joanna from season six, of survivor, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> indistinguishable um and they all clap <laughs> but i mean i mean this is one of my favorite like meredith moments uh more than anything is uh meredith the marinator sleeping with suppliers <laughs> it's just popping that's around crazy you that's know? crazy yeah. talk Aaron, yeah. yeah, Aaron is Aaron. Not Aaron. Uh, Oscar says uh, sometimes I have a late lunch. Kelly says I sometimes I download pirated music on my computer. And then Meredith <laughs> yeah. says, "You guys know Bruce, the rep from Hammer Mill." Bruce, <laughs> yeah, I've been sleeping with him for Outback Steakhouse coupons and discounts on our su- on our supplies on our. I love it. I don't have the quote in front of me, but yeah, yeah, discount on yeah. yeah. Michael says that when he discovered YouTube, he didn't work for five days. He did nothing. At the he same, watched- I love. Also, uh, sorry, uh, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, Finish the it, quote, por favor. Yeah, he says, I viewed Cookie Monster Sings Chocolate Rain a thousand times. <laughs> <laughs> I just love after when Meredith says her reveal, Jim says, jackpot. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Meredith's confession. Well, for the past six years, I've been sleeping with him in exchange for discounts on our supplies and Outback Steakhouse gift certificates. <laughs> uh holly is absolutely horrified <laughs> michael is delighted <laughs> and then uh well then doesn't um oh no that's later in the episode sorry i'm thinking of when they're asking her they're talking to her about it i think in michael's office and they say like would you have done it if not for she says oh, i don't know if i would have done it if not for the coupons not a lot yeah. of fruit in those looms. <laughs> oh, we're trying to help you, you stupid bag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Uh, stupid bag. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a perfect example of how inappropriate the Scranton branch can be, even during mm-hmm. official um, HR meetings. Um and uh, and a great Meredith moment in particular, uh, some some great uh, ensemble jumping in as well. So that is that's my final pick. All right, Alex, what you got? Um, I'm torn between a moment and a whole scene here. Okay. Um, 
I've talked about the moment enough, so I'm going to take the whole scene. This is from Dunder Mifflin Infinity, the ageism meeting starring yeah. Robert Dunder himself. Um, oh. This is after Michael feels shamed about the Blackberry and the website and all the things that Ryan is introducing uh, at Dunder Mifflin. And this is where uh, the way this starts is so good because Ryan is he wants to give a Blackberry tutorial in the conference room. And Pam's like, Michael told us to wait in here. And then Ryan looks at the pictures on the wall <laughs> and he goes, oh, man. And, 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 and Michael's just have a seat, have a seat like everyone else. Still yeah. my office, Ryan. And Ryan has to just sit down. And yep. this is when he goes, the, uh, new ideas are fine, but they're also a form of ageism. What? <gasps> yes, I am right. Yeah. Uh, and he proceeds to <laughs> to give evidence as to why he's he's correct. Uh, you can't. <laughs> Toby, Creed. Creed. I mean, you, you get a lot of people chipping in on this meeting. Um, Creed has already dyed his hair. <laughs> like, Creed's dyed his hair at this point. Michael's reusing. Because they're lame. Michael's reusing the picture from Big and the Ben King. Yeah. Reusing the Ben Kingsley, too. <laughs> he's used to get, which is like, And then he's got like the old lady from Titanic, the Where's the Beef picture. Mm-hmm. Um, another, again, Mike, we've already drafted, I think, Michael's best meetings he calls out of a place of insecurity uh, i think this this is right up there though i really like this one but mainly just because i love i just love everything that happens with robert dunder in this scene um they, he brings him in he says who is this old fart right in front of him did you just stagger off the street out of a box or something um robert dunder <laughs> dwight is stoked dwight is it's so robert, excited it's yes. i love yeah yeah it's like meeting a hero yeah <laughs> He's 87. Uh, he sends proxies to his board meetings. Um, and, and then the Bethany. Uh... <laughs> and, uh, uh, Jerry uh, Truppiano from South Jersey. And, and he was tall. Uh, both he and Mifflin were tall guys. Uh, I love that whole scene. Michaels just could barely contain himself and just kicks him out. Literally just closes the door on him. Um, well, I came here in a cab and just, boom, kicks him out. I think we should help him get home. Uh, I'm going to help him find a way home. I love Pam gets up and yeah. <laughs> no, Pam, don't help him. He doesn't need help. <laughs> walks right by him. I am a little confused that Robert uh, Dunder, uh, he's, I mean, he's sending a surrogate to the board meetings, but he's he doesn't have like a driver or something. He just hopped in a cab and went alone I, I, to I assume he, I assume he probably would live outside New York. Right, right. He would, yeah. Like he probably retired and moved outside the city, but like to sure. Scranton? No. Like cab distance from Scranton, I doubt it. Anyway, no, doesn't really matter. A little... But yeah, I agree. He's probably very wealthy. I would assume yeah. he has a driver or or whatever. Um anyway. I'm glad they brought him David in Wallace's I, house. Because I love it. That's uh, great. Yeah. That's a great one. Very good. Okay, well, uh, that is it for our draft. I'm going to read through what we picked, and then let's. Uh, I, I'm sure that we have some honorable mentions. Edwin, yeah, you picked, do. you picked PowerPoint and the who am whoever whomever debate. Uh, you also had diversity tomorrow, run by Michael Scott. You had the PDA meeting with Holly and Michael. Uh, you had uh, the lazy Scranton interview in the merger and uh, and the do not mock list from Koi Pond. Uh, I took Prison Mike. I took Toby's exit interview. 
took the DVD screensaver cold open, mm. Kevin eating broccoli in the ultimatum, <laughs> and Holly's business ethics seminar where Meredith admits she's been sleeping with Bruce. Bruce. I love uh, that it's just Kevin eating broccoli. I like that that's how you describe <laughs> it. Yeah. <laughs> Alex, uh, you took the CPR training from Stress Relief. Uh, Michael kissing Oscar in Gay Witch Hunt. Uh, you took the Bill Butlicker meeting. Mm-hmm. You took Michael Klump from Weight Loss. And finally, the Robert Dunder ageism meeting. Uh, what other what other uh, conference room meetings or moments did you guys have on your list? I don't know if this would have counted, but I had the threat level midnight table read. Yeah, that's a good that great. Yeah, one. I thought about that one too, but it seems like because it wasn't like a scheduled thing, and it it it, it didn't have anything to do with you know the it business. Felt- it was very. It was a little after hours for it to count as right. a meeting. Yeah, so I didn't want to pick it, but I do love that scene, and uh, yeah. I think it was it was worth mentioning for sure. I also have um, the one from grief counseling, where uh, you know, yep, with I had that. Pam describing, yeah, million dollar oh, baby, yes, Lion King, yeah. Weekend of Bernie's. Yeah. Also, the Dwight yeah. I, I resorbed the fetus. <laughs> In addition to saying resorbed at the same time, they both did the hand motion at the exact same. Like, how could you? It not? Was, that was amazing. Yeah, how could you not? Um, and then uh, I one uh, Creed's conference room meeting with Kevin and Meredith. Where he doesn't call he a meeting, but they're just in there. On this side, Jim. Ted. Ted yeah. Elroy. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, uh, oh, yeah. He didn't call a meeting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then the last honorable mention I had on my list is uh, Andy's fail blog um, or his fail video. Um, oh, yeah. I love it. It's season nine, so it's like easy. Maybe it's easier to forget or it doesn't come to mind as quickly as some of the others. But I just, mm-hmm. I love when the fall that he does with the Gatorade cooler is so, so really, funny to me. The way that he falls impressive. back and it just explodes upward, like all over his face. <laughs> really good. And they all start clapping. Fail, 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 fail. <laughs> Congratulations on your epic fail. Yeah. Uh, the last one. Almost my fifth pick, the moment I was torn over is uh, Andy's cheese platter. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, just for that his was one I was thinking about, just for Ed Helms's performance. It's not even a full scene, it's really just the one him just going through the cheese platter. I love that so much, it almost made my list, but there wasn't, there was no content. Do you know what's funny? Yeah, <laughs> the analytical part of me wants to examine it, but I know it has no content. You know, it's funny in my head, really quickly, in my head, it was, I said. Is, was that a conference room meeting? And then I thought the episode is literally called the meeting. The meeting, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's fun. Yeah, um, but no, that's such a good one. I yeah, that's a, so that was yeah. I wanted to take it, but uh, mm-hmm. that's lonely, such a great the lonely hearts oh, meeting and in, in uh, blood drive. Not <laughs> yeah. the not the singles mixer, not the party, mm-hmm. but the before that he has the lonely hearts. Where oh, yeah, he makes them tell stories. Yeah. You start talking about it, and no one's really opening up, and then it goes to a different scene, and when it comes back, it's Oscar being like, how do you have the strength to tell someone when you don't know who you are yourself? Or like, mm-hmm. you're oh, getting yeah. really, really deep, and Angela's like, really invested, you know? Yeah. In the story. It's just a funny... That's a good one. I just love yeah. that. The Lonely Hearts one. Um, That's good. I also had... My last one I had... Well, two more was uh, uh, Phyllis, chop, Phyllis is chopping off... I'm chopping off Phyllis's head with a chainsaw. The Andy moment. Oh, nice. Ring nice. On the call. That's and, good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, Dwight and Andy's admissions interview for Cornell. 
<laughs> that's a good simultaneous that's a good interview yeah. <laughs> dragging the table back and forth yeah, yeah. interviewee um, has a head shaped like a trapezoid yeah. <laughs> uh, I think I have everything I need <laughs> uh, I'm a little surprised maybe that 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 did I stutter didn't get taken although like yeah. you know maybe it's not as funny of a scene even if it's a very important one um I didn't feel like taking it. Uh, <laughs> another fabulous cold open is uh, if Michael was in a room with Toby Hitler and Osama bin Laden, he'd shoot oh, yeah, Toby twice. <laughs> Toby, <laughs> just do get, it. <laughs> and then we get the demonstration of how you could kill all three with one bullet. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> to everyone's applause. <laughs> then, they mm-hmm. just, then the meeting's over. Just, um, just walks out. Yeah. I mean, you know, I don't know. Like, there's so many fabulous search committee moments, um, which is, you know, I would have maybe Jacques Souvenir or something like, or Shut Up About the Sun. (laughs) Jacques Um, Souvenir is a great one. Yeah. I also had um, Pam taking over Michael's lecture and lecture lecture circuit. Oh, yeah. Was a a pick. (laughs) I'm just trying to make the transition. Cutting down the competition. Another chainsaw sound moment, actually. Yeah. Unbelievably. Yeah. You know what? Another one that I think was is a really great one uh, is uh, in in garage sale when Michael and Pam or Pam and Oscar and Jim are talking to Michael about proposing to Holly, and uh, <laughs> Pam says, "Hey, Michael, everyone's in the conference room." Michael says, "Why?" Pam says, "You called the meeting." I I don't. And he says, "I did." And then he walks in. And he goes, "Okay, thank you all for coming. I would like to talk to you today about." recycling and then they use it to just confront him about his edu- yeah. his uh, engagement you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like <laughs> you he really thought so many yeah. meetings yeah that he's uh-huh. like oh man mm-hmm. i genuinely don't remember what that was about um yeah yeah i think that's i think that's all oh if we were going to be corny about it we might have picked uh everybody singing rent to michael uh in, I thought uh, about taking Michael's the one last, in uh, yeah. Good in Goodbye Michael where um, he's trying to say tell everyone and he slips into ping because uh, he can't say it himself. <laughs> yes, yeah, that's yeah. the one where everyone groans and Kevin goes, "Oh yeah, yeah." Um, yeah. Uh, how about all the? I thought about the ping, all the ping pong mm-hmm. uh, happening in the conference oh, room. Yeah, yeah, but again, no content really. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh well cool all right Jan's there you ba- have it Jan's baby shower oh sure ba- Jan's baby shower is good <laughs> well that that, that felt like, like a party, party territory. yeah that, that feels like an, an event yeah yeah mm-hmm. 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 um all right cool well there you have it that's our uh, that's our conference room draft if you have uh, some conference room moments that you uh, think were the best that we didn't mention email us at mspodcastcompany at gmail dot com and put conference room draft in the subject line and and maybe we'll We'll uh, review those uh, next week. But uh, for now, it's time to head to our conference room. All right. You know what? That's it. Conference room. Five minutes. All right. I have three quick ordinary things questions for you guys inspired by different things from the office, not necessarily from the conference room. And I just want to hear your your takes on them. Please. Um, when Jim and Daryl are roommates, uh, they Jim uses his, uh, Daryl's thermos and Daryl says, that's my go-to thermos. So my question for you is, what is your go-to thermos? What's your favorite mug? Oh. Hmm. Good question for the pod. It has my face. 
thinking of Andy with the <laughs> with the star mug. <laughs> Do the face. <laughs> uh, I I mean I obviously my this is besides my MSPC mug that I that I have of course. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a mug for fans of I think you should leave. I have a mug that is like an Art Deco style of Tim Robinson in the hot dog costume. Um, <laughs> That's right. <laughs> that just just brings me such joy every time I use it. So I'll probably go with that one. Um, well, I would say that my favorite thermos is a simple black hydro flask, but that's no fun to talk about. So um, there's a there's a there's a company in Portland called Coffee Beer. It's a coffee okay. shop that you know you could also get a beer at. They're <laughs> open in the afternoon. No way. Uh, so I have a <laughs> I have a mug that just says coffee beer. <laughs> it's it's um that's as zany as Sean's cupboard gets. My, it's my zaniest mug. <laughs> it's uh, perfect for the transition from from morning to night. Yeah. yeah. Right at noon, he just empties out and fills it up. Yeah. Ryan's got a pretty good Bart Simpson mug too of him skateboarding. But uh, I mean that makes sense. Ryan is the Bart Simpson of uh, Portland. Yes. Yes, that's right. Um, Edwin, you? I have a, a mug that my uncle gave me when I went to visit the Philippines, and it has a kalesa on it. And a kalesa is like a horse-drawn carriage um, used in the Philippines. And I say the same joke when I a lot of the time when I pour my coffee into it, which is money on the dresser, drive a kalesa. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. good. Yeah, it's just like a cartoon of a guy with a, on a horse drawn carriage, it's, and it says Philippines. That's all it is. But nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, shout out to Tito Herman. Okay. Uh, <laughs> next question: Traveling salesman. If you were to team up with one Dunder Mifflin salesperson and go on traveling sales calls, who would it be? Oh, Phyllis. Well, Dwight. Dwight is the best salesman at Dunder Mifflin, but I don't know if. I just don't know if I could handle it. It's the, the, the car ride there and, and the intensity, uh, the intensity. Um, you're gonna. You said Phyllis, Alex. Yeah, I think I could do a so really good uh, kind of good. You're cop, hitting bad the salon beforehand. With, yeah, I mean, she's probably. I mean, I'm probably not. She's probably not getting me made up like Karen was, mm-hmm, but maybe mm-hmm. she's getting me something cool like she's It'll getting be great a new haircut. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You just show up like that, and uh, I think I could have a nice, you know. See, this is why I think Phil, like Phyllis is really good is she knows those customers. She knows that that glam makeup, you know, that customer loves it because she looks that way. So yeah. uh, I trust Phyllis's instincts on that kind of stuff. I think I'd have a nice little good cop, bad cop thing with Phyllis. So uh, then are you the bad cop? Yeah, I guess so. Um, <laughs> I come in for the hard sell. She's got the soft sell. You know, mm-hmm. I'm, uh, I think I, I think I'd have a nice partnership. Yeah, I do. I I do think uh, Phyllis does seem like the kind of salesperson where she just has the same clients for years. Yep, and they're very close, and they're never going anywhere. She's not. She's not out to to make a new any any new uh, find any new clients or anything like that. Um, hmm. I guess I would say Harry General. Uh, <laughs> Ryan Howard. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, I like Stanley too. I mean, that's you know, he's pretty. He's not going to do anything unpredictable. Um, 
you know, well, he might he might leave leave you out to dry, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, which is a little a little scary. He might yeah. be unpredictable if Dwight hits him with that uh, the horse tranquilizer. <laughs> yeah, that's Ooh, right. Look at that baby. <laughs> Uh, I guess I am going to, um, I guess I'm going to suck it up and, and take Dwight and maybe I can learn a thing or two from him. There you go. Okay. You guys took both of the answers that I was thinking of. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> but I'm glad you did. Cause I think you're spot on. I think Phyllis knows her clients and I think with Dwight, he, there's a lot of intensity there. So you'd have to balance it out. Um, I think I would go with, uh, Pam. Huh. Oh. I would go along with the two-person sales pitch. Yeah. 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 I give, he takes. I mean, I guess we're not a couple, but yeah. um, <laughs> we'd still have to have a charming back and forth. Yeah. 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 Because then she the would other, have some I fun mean, with it. The other options are uh, like Andy, and I think Andy would be really difficult to, uh, you'd have to cover for him all the time. We don't really yeah. get to see Karen sell in person. Um, and Jim, I mean, would be a good one to sell with, but I also think it's a little easy of an answer, you know? Yeah. I it's like, the only way you're going to make the sale with Andy is that if you personally bomb so hard that he looks good, which is what we see mm-hmm. with him and D'Angelo. Um, yeah. Cause otherwise he, he I lost him. <laughs> I lost him. Mike, Michael. I lost Porter hardware. <laughs> keep, it, keep, keep on going. <laughs> I lost him. <laughs> just, he right just opens his mouth and they're just like, oh, uh, okay, buddy. No, we're going to go with a different supplier. <laughs> within minutes. He's, he's lost it. <laughs> within, within one call from the turd dog. Yeah. <laughs> turd dog. He lost uh, the biggest sale this company's ever seen. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, last question for you. Uh, this is inspired by Shulala, Horse Boat, Mike Cereal Shack, Toilet Buddy, Toilet Guard. Have you ever had a crazy idea for an invention or a business or something like that? Yes, I had, uh, I had an idea for a business, um, years ago and business. I, I sort of wish I'd followed through on it. But once I learned in college, I learned how easy it was to be ordained as a minister, to be able to legally marry people. <laughs> um, and given that this, I mean, this, this was back in like 2010 and given the explosion of the wedding industry since then, uh, I wish I'd done this. And the idea was that you'd get a group of a small group, four to five really competent, um, outdoor adventure people, someone who is a expert rock climber, expert whitewater rafter, every type of like mm. thing and get them all ordained. And you could have adventure weddings <laughs> is the idea where, yeah, that's... The, you'd have guides. Your guide would be your minister, and they would take you on these adventures and marry you in really interesting, extreme places. Um, so it would basically be a wedding service company um, from the ground up, and you could have maybe a small group of people there. But you know, diving—you could do all sorts of different weddings, um, and they specialize mm-hmm. in extreme adventure weddings. I think you. I feel like you could still do that, maybe, uh, unless somebody's already done it. That's sure, they idea. have, but. I'm imagining a couple people, like a couple who like signed up for a hike that's like way too much for them. And after this harrowing <laughs> yeah, journey, yeah, yeah. and the guy is like, "Come on!" And they have to like <laughs> hike through a river and like <laughs> climb a rock face. And then when they get to it, and then he like changes into his suit or whatever, and he's like, "Now, if you would please gather, and join me." <laughs> yeah, they rip off and they got the suit underneath it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For sure. <laughs> um, 
anyway, that was my idea. That's a good one. I can go, Sean, if you want to keep, if you want to think a little. Well, I was going to say, I mean, it's not exactly an original invention because these do exist. There's just so few of them. Uh, I want to open a farmhouse brewery on a farm is mm. is is mine. They, they there are a few. Uh, there's one uh, outside of Portland called Wolves and People. What's a farmhouse but, um, brewery? What does that mean? Well, it's a it's a style of beer. So it doesn't mean that you're brewing out of a farmhouse. It's oh. a, uh. it's like a it's a it's sort of a, a wild yeast uh, fermented. A lot of a lot of farmhouse ales are sour beers and things like God. that. Okay. So it's so you're really getting like experimental with like, you know, letting beer like naturally ferment like in a in a barrel or things like that. Um but uh I mean, you know, a lot of a lot of breweries are in the city, especially in Portland, and I think it's it's nice to to have a beer and look out over a, a field of uh, hazelnuts, which is uh, what <laughs> <laughs> this is Hilbert's. a real uh, this is a real pig in a blanket in a blanket type of uh, business. Yeah, I would say. Yeah, I'm that would be nice. I remember one time in a farmhouse. <laughs> <laughs> I remember we did an office podcast retreat, probably oh, yeah. two or three years ago. We went to a vineyard, and then on the way back, Shout we out stopped to Beacon, at a different vineyard. Beacon just, Hill. Beacon Hill. Yeah. And then uh, on the way back, we stopped, I think, at a different vineyard and you got a glass of wine mm-hmm. and it was really nice. It was like you could see the countryside. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying. Yeah, exactly. Trying to bring that vibe to the mm-hmm. to the brewery, not a giant concrete room with a TV screen in the middle of the city. You know? Yours would be a giant wooden room with a big TV screen. Yeah. Yes. The projector. <laughs> you, could it, uh, Shrut- you could call it Shroot Farms Beers. <laughs> Ooh, I would do a beet beer. For sure. Oh. <laughs> Alex, for the listeners, Alex and I are not fans of Beats, but Sean is a big fan of Beats. Mm-hmm. Sure am. Uh, yeah, Edwin, what's yours? Uh, I have two, and they're very silly. One is um, potato chips that are designed to be put on a sandwich. <laughs> oh, <Okay>. nice. <laughs> like, what, they That's don't one. break or something? or what? It- I, I don't know. You, I don't know how you would do it, One but I just thought it'd be... fits a slice yeah, of bread. Yeah, a single chip that like fits on your bread. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. I think it'd be... I think it's a good idea. The other one is a, a restaurant like Chipotle, but instead of... But you make charcuterie boards. <laughs> so oh, you start with your charcuterie board and the okay. guy builds it for you while you pass it down the thing. <laughs> so it's, okay. It, that's a good idea. Like there, there, this is... <laughs> There's a store in uh, in Portland called Cheese and Crack that is is kind of like a charcuterie restaurant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, but but they don't do it like that. They don't do it like the you know a char subway style. Yeah, <laughs> whoa, that needs a little work. But <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Nice. Yeah. Thus con- thus concludes these uh, this week's ordinary things questions. Nice questions. Good job. I'll be back with more. Very, very good. Okay. Now, uh, some of y'all may remember. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Some of y'all may remember us uh, talking about this Reddit post from a while back uh, that was basically just putting it to um, people on the Dunder Mifflin subreddit to create an ABCs of the office. So it is now complete. 
and I thought we'd just go through it and uh, maybe, you know, maybe I'll have you guys guess a few of these uh, as we go. But I, it's uh, I, it, Ooh, it was I, this was all crowdsourced. One. Oh, go ahead. C is for suspension. C is for suspension. Yeah. <laughs> what is that? Wait, what is that from? It's from uh, the Cookie Monster thing. <laughs> C is for suspension. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Yes. Alex, you know what I'm talking about, right? I do not. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Man, Great job, Sorry. Cookie Deep Monster. Cut. Deep cut. Okay, so uh, here we go. A is for Alan, and my wife's name is Alice, <laughs> and we live in Alaska, and we sell. Uh, B is for Bobati. C is for Crentist. D for Dwigged. E Everyone inside the car was fine, Stanley. Uh, <laughs> F is for false. <laughs> G is gabagool. H is how the turntables. I I declare bankruptcy. Oh, good really good. Classic. Uh, I think that we talked about uh, J. Do you guys remember what, what J was? I'll give you one guess on, on these ones. Oh. Jope. It's cute. Jilp, not Jilp. Uh, That's a good guess. Jay, what? Did we come up with ideas for this one? Yeah, I think you said Jan has plastic Jan boobs. Jan has plastic boobs. Yeah. Um, Jim, Jim, Jimothy? Yeah, Jim but James. it is Jimothy. It is Jimothy, Jimothy. is Jay. Uh, what about K? You think you can come up with a K one? That's not Kevin or Kelly. K is among the most menacing of sounds. That's why it is m- called murder. Not oh, yeah, muck duck. duck. That's murder. a very good one. That's a very good one. But it is. R is co- one of the most menacing of sounds. Sorry. It is uh, Kalevin. Kalevin. Oh, Kalevin. The gets, made up yep. number. L is for little oh, kid lover. <laughs> M is the. Michael Scott, Stunder Mifflin, Scranton Meredith Palmer Memorial Celebrity Rabies Awareness Pro-Am Fun Run Race for the Cure. Uh, How about N? Can you guys guess an N? Ooh. uh, No, God, please, no. No, God, please, no. Yep, 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 that's it. I was going to go with no. Now we're cooking. Now we're cooking. Now. Nice, I like that. Uh, O? Um... Oh, get out, skeleton man. No, it's probably not that one. Uh, <laughs> That's good. I like that. Oscar Martinez. Uh, o is for Oki Afterbirth. Oki Afterbirth. Okay, these next th- four, maybe, I think you guys could guess. Okay. Uh, now, the, the one that they came up with for P, I think, you know, kind of relates to our show a little bit. P.P. Halpert? P. No. Michael That's a good Scott one. Paper Company? Paper people, persons, people. paper people. Uh, okay, okay. You guys better not miss this one. Q. Quabity Ashwins. That's right, Quabity mm-hmm. yeah. Ashwins. I was not prepared Re- for this to become Qual- trivia. This <laughs> <laughs> is a backdoor trivia. It's kind of fun. Yeah, uh, I realize that if I don't make it trivia, then it's just me reading this thing. This is very clever. Yeah. Uh, R. Um, Rye dog, Robert California. This is Rye, a classic. Rye from saying. Wolf. Oh, uh, of Andy Rye. Bernard's. Yep. S. Suck it. I like that. I like Stanley the Manly. Now this one comes from Dinner Party. Steve Carell. Snip snap. Snip snap. Snip snap. Snip snap. 
All right, T. Turn off the Chumbawamba. No. Uh. <laughs> and scram, punk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, this is good because it, it's, you know, it's not exactly trivia. I kind of just want to hear what you guys come up with for these. These um, are all good suggestions. Uh, for T. Uh, I don't know why I'm blanking. Like, it's, yeah. Yeah, th- this was a successful unveiling. I like that. Uh, okay. Yeah, no, this is, uh, they went pretty Oh, they went this classic. is your birthday. This is your birthday. Oh, no, it is oh, your birthday. Uh, sorry. It, it is your birthday it is, is your what birthday. that one is. I'm, I'm um, grasping at straws here. <laughs> that's what she said. Oh, duh. Just a classic. Duh. Just a classic. <laughs> oh, man, I, I love what they came up with for you. You, you, you. <laughs> U-G-L-Y. You ain't got no alibi. You ugly. <laughs> that. I, I would have voted for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they went with Ungrateful Biatch Hotline. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, v. Viagra Falls? I like that. Oh, man, that's a good one. Man, I think they missed on some of these guys. You guys Vance are coming refrigeration? up with good stuff. Vance Refrigeration. Just a sure. classic. Uh, w was WWW. Where are the turtles? Uh, oh, that's a good wolf. one. That's, I like that. No, it's www.creedthoughts.gov.www/creedthoughts. Sure. Yeah, I would have done. I would have done this one. The only thing I am worried about is getting a boner. <laughs> worried about getting a boner. <laughs> uh, X. These. Are, I'm going to give you guys X Y Z because I think, X, okay. I think X, these ones are hard. X, this one. X X X X X. Yep, that's it. Nice. Yeah, nailed wow, it. Nice. Why? Can I guess? Yeah. You soy can con. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's so uh, I like that. <laughs> that is really good. Um uh yeah, I you know the one that they came ignorant <laughs> and insulting and small. <laughs> what a wise. Those are really good. Uh yeah, Why this is one of a bitch. <laughs> That's good too. This, this is been deep cut Is it not you've been meatballed? <laughs> it's not you've been meatballed. That's crazy. It's it's you cheated on me when I specifically <laughs> asked you not to. <laughs> Dang. Uh yeah, that uh and then oh shoot, here we oh no, hold on one second here. Here. Okay, here we go. Uh and then Z finally you guys have anything for Z? Um, oh no! Well, <laughs> I, my first thought was this one. Yeah, because his mom's car is probably not a Nissan Z. <laughs> oh, nice! <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> I would have allowed that for sure. <laughs> is it zippity zoppity? Give me the zoppity. <sighs> no, um, zoppity would have been great too. Mm, yeah. This last one comes from. Dinner party again. Azobuco. Zero dollars a year salary plus benefits, babe. Okay, that's it. So there you go. All right. Well, what do you, what do you think? What do you, what do you, what did you think of the the ABCs that these? I mean, it's pretty much crowdsourced, right? Like everyone's voting on them. It is. This was all. Each one of these was one by one. People would submit. Uh, suggestions and then they were voted on. So, box popular. Um, yeah. uh, that was really fun. That was all done by uh, Carnival of Pizza Crust, mm. the user on <laughs> on Reddit. So <laughs> that's good. 
I don't I know. feel like we should have got I, it's hard because I feel like we should have gotten some. Like that's what she said we totally should have gotten. But yeah. some of the other ones it's like really hard to yeah. There were some deep cuts in there. There were some mm-hmm. deep cuts. They kind of would go back and forth, you know, just depending on pe- how people felt that day, I guess. Yeah. Uh, deep cuts. But, yeah, like A wasn't for ants marching, for example. <laughs> yeah. yeah mm-hmm. I, I really love what they came up with for A. That's <laughs> good. Um Ants <laughs> marching. Uh, well, I have a uh, question. Uh, I have something else really quickly before you wrap yeah. up. All right. Alex talked about uh, give me the Zapati. So the question I think for uh, that I'm curious to know from oh, our yeah. listeners uh, and uh, everyone is whether you think it is bibbity boppity give me the Zapati, pippity poppity give me the Zapati, or some combination bibbity poppity mm. or pippity boppity. Yeah. Yeah. There was a poll that went up in our Discord, mm-hmm. and my favorite option was the last one, which is, oh, God, no, God, please, no. <laughs> I, I'm curious to know what people I'm think. I think the, that poll is in the Discord still. So It is. I'm in the pippity-poppity because that is what's in – that's what's in the subtitles. That's what's in the transcript of the episode. But then again, yeah. so is F- Fisher Bohera. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's not necessarily right uh yeah i'm in the bippity boppity camp uh without without thinking about it or looking for those subtitles or anything i just started signing emails as bippity boppity um so that's that's where I, that's where i'm at so yeah we'd like to know uh where you stand on this I think some uh, so, people are going to get really mad at us for for preferring one way and not the other. Yeah. So to send your angry emails to mspodcastcompany at gmail.com, or you can call and leave us an angry voicemail at 503-694-9314. <laughs> We'd love to play the voicemails on the show. Uh, we're on Facebook and Instagram. We're on Patreon, of course, patreon.com slash Michael Scott. You can become a Scott's Top for five bucks a month. Help support the show and get lots of bonus content like ad-free main feed episodes and mailbag episodes and some special uh, episodes about different shows like uh, like the bear. Um, so go ahead and check that out. Uh, very special thanks to our Scott's Tots. We love you guys so much. Thank you to Kayla and Brianna who run our discord. Thank you to Ryan wow. Lloyd who designs our artwork. And decides our dress. Uh, this dog. <laughs> and picked the draft order today. Mm-hmm. This episode was recorded on location in Portland, Oregon, USA, and Zurich, Switzerland. Thank you for listening. Thanks for hanging out with us while we take a couple hours to talk about our favorite conference room scenes, uh, would-be inventions in the office ABCs. Uh, it's just uh, amazing that we get to keep doing the show every week, and we couldn't do it without the people that listen, interact, support us. So uh, just thank you for, for rocking with us after all this t- after all this time and all these topics. Uh, we truly appreciate it. And uh, we can't wait to be doing more. So take care. Stay safe. We'll see you next week. All right. Really, really listen to this. Really, really try and listen to see what it says. Uh, yes, sir. <laughs> do it again. Do it again. Okay. Poppy, give me the Zabba. Yes, sir. It's peas. Uh, yes, it does sir. sound like peas. It's, uh, it's still bees. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yes, sir. This has been a successful podcast conclusion. You know what? Fine. I try to start fun traditions for you guys, but if you don't want to sing, no traditions. Closing time.
Every new beginning comes from some other beginning's end. Good night. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.